You're listening to the Live Well Radio Podcast Show. A wealth of information for a life of inspiration. And here's your host, Brett Coleman. Hey, everyone. Today is Wellness Wednesday. And when it comes to our pets' health and well-being, we really do want the best for them. And that's why when Mojo's Spot here in Anthem, Arizona, opened its doors this February, owner Colette Goodwin made it her passion to give pet owners an opportunity to feed their pets the highest quality products available. Her dedication to animals is why she hand-selects and does extensive research on the quality of items she stocks on her store shelves, assuring her customers that they're getting a high-quality product and every purchase they make for their beloved pets. Colette, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing great. You just returned from Las Vegas, where you attended the annual Super Zoo Pet Convention at the Mandalay Bay Resort. I did. I did. It was phenomenal. Anything in Vegas is huge. Oh, it was overwhelming. Too many products to see, too many dogs to see, just very overwhelming, but exciting. So how long was it? It was three days. Three days. Mm -hmm. Nonstop. Nonstop. What did you learn? You know, there's new products out, biodegradable uh, pet waste bags. There's composting pet bags now that you can uh, utilize. Definitely different grooming things that are going on, different products to use to groom your dog, different colors to color your dog. Oh, my gosh. Uh, And great foods. A lot of the foods, majority, I would say 99%, were more focused on based in the USA, sourced in the USA. Um, just great premium products. Like yours here at the, sh- at the store. Exactly. Nothing here is coming from China. Correct. Nothing. Love it. Love it. So what was the coolest thing you saw in Vegas? What stood out the most for you at the convention? I have to say the standard purple puda, uh, p- <laughs> poodle. Uh, it was amazing. Neon purple and pink poodle. Why? Why was the poodle purple? She loves doing it to her dog. It's always been like that, always been dyed since it was six months old. Oh, my yes. gosh. Yes, so she does it all the time. But then there were other groomers that yeah. did different designs in their dog. There was a, a cheetah, giraffe, and a zebra. Was there a cheetah? Mm-hmm. It was Vegas, of course. Vegas. Got to have all the crazies. At this convention, yeah. there was everything. Oh, yeah. So it just wasn't for dogs. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They actually did the dogs to look like a cheetah. Oh, See how slow I am? Uh, it takes me an hour and a half to watch 60 minutes. That's how bad I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I think you're a little smarter than me here. That's funny. So Mojo Spot here uh, was born out of your wish to memorialize a good friend you had. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. Uh, Mojo, I adopted him when he was six and a half. And, you know, I lucked out. He was amazing. Just a gentle giant, 135 pounds. He was Harlequin, which is a black and white Great Dane. And, you know, unfortunately, back in 2016, he got diagnosed with lymphoma. And they felt that at that point, you know, we tried chemo, but they think it was too far gone. And the diagnosis, they thought, reason that the lymphoma happened was due to the food they were feeding him for the six and a half years. Oh, man. So it wasn't quality food. Yeah. So how, how long did you have Mojo for? Only three years. So you had him for three years. Yeah. And he passed away... July of uh, 2016. How old was he? He was nine. Nine times yeah. seven is 63. Is that for is that uh, average for Great Danes? It is now. It used to be six to eight. Now eight to 10 years is average. Why do you think they're living longer? Because no more Chinese-made food? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Quality food. Quality. Exactly. Yeah. Giving quality food. Yeah. Yeah. So this store is a memory of Mojo. Exactly. Interesting. I'm sure he'd be very happy to see his legacy living oh, on. Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. You know, I walked in the store a second ago, and my wife has persuaded me in the past to walk into some high fashion boutique shops. I've been a couple boutique shops because oh. I have a wife. Yeah. Right. And that's what they do, wives. <laughs> so this reminds me of some of those boutiques I've been into. I'm looking around here. Everything is nicely organized, neat, very, very streamlined. All the food it looks like it's categorized. And, I, and, my, and my wife says I have OCD. So I'm recognizing that all the labels are facing out. It almost looks like you color coded this place. You did a great job. Thank you. Trying to. It's a work in progress. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. Really nice. Thank you. Why Pet Store? What were you doing before this? My background is actually cybersecurity revenue. I've worked for a lot of startups out in San Francisco for probably 15 years plus. And after the experience with Mojo or, yeah, with Mojo and looking for different ways to help him at least maintain health while he was still sick, uh, give him better products, make his life a little better towards the end, motivated me towards this. I wanted to get out of the corporate world and focus on a passion of dogs. I've always loved being around dogs, wanted to open up something for years. So what motivated me? I love stories because in that story, there's a why. Mm -hmm. And everybody who listens to this show knows I'm the why guy. Oh, yeah. I get high on the why. I love hearing you went from this corporate world. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to stick my neck out and say there probably wasn't a whole lot of passion. Or was there? I did. I love what I did. You did? Okay. But I worked from home. Okay. So I had the flexibility All right. know, to, uh, to do other things. Um, but, you know, honestly, this was the passion. And I had the opportunity to step outside my comfort zone right. and start my own business. So you're saying you did have passion in the corporate world? I did. I did. Lo I loved what I did. Oh, great. I just didn't always like who I worked for or worked with. I see. Uh, does this pet store give you a greater sense of passion? Absolutely. More Absolutely. of a purpose? More of a purpose. Okay. Uh, we're all about the community. It's not just about the bottom line, kind of a conscious capitalism. That's a big thing my brother and I have, uh, our philosophy we're trying to follow. It's yeah. great to make a million dollars, sure. but I'd like to make maybe 500000 and have helped someone. And enjoy what you do. Exactly. Exactly. There's a big difference, isn't mm -hmm. there? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm looking at the wrapper on the food hanging off the wall, chicken hearts, um, min minnows. Am I seeing that from here? Minnows? Yes, whole minnows. No, those are for cats. Yes. Dogs can eat them too, though. Right, okay. Yeah. And the food looks so good in here. If it didn't have a picture of an animal, I'd be probably tearing into it because it looks that good. And I love to eat stuff. Now, could I eat half the stuff in here and be okay? Yes, because they're all human grade. So they're fine to eat for humans as well. Wouldn't recommend it, but, yeah. you know, depending on the flavor or the taste, I don't think it's something you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> but... It's all, uh, all healthy. Awesome. So you had said something in that last sentence. You took a chance. Mm -hmm. You were in the corporate world. Yeah. Mojo got sick. Right. You did the research. Right. Trying to heal him. Mm -hmm. And in that process was born a pet store. Exactly. Learned a lot of information, started looking at the ingredients of the products that we were feeding our dogs. And that's when it really started to come kind of full circle where I saw, wow, we really can have an impact on what we give our dogs or our cats because we're the ones feeding them. So right. we have to be knowledgeable. They don't have a choice of what we give them. And responsible. Right. Exactly. And you brought up a good point because we had uh, Dr. Rawl, Cheryl Rawl of the Arizona Pet Wellness Center right. in Phoenix. And she was on the show and we were talking about what they're doing now, getting away with as far as taking roadkill and turning that roadkill into food. Exactly. You've heard this. Yes. Yeah, they're able to do, as long as it hasn't started decomposing, they're able to utilize the parts of the, the animals. They're also 
using animals from shelters or from euthanized uh, sections of, of businesses or, um, I hate to say, SPCAs, things like that, uh, county places, county or governments. And they're able to use the euthanized dogs. And unfortunately, what that's doing is when they use a dog for meat product or a byproduct, is there is phenobarbital in it. And the phenobarbital has a toll on live animals when you're feeding them, especially over a period of time. And it's created an issue where dogs become very sick, uh, can get cancer, other issues. Uh, When you make your purchases for food, Mm -hmm. how do you know that that is coming from a reliable source? So I do my due diligence in checking the background of the companies. So, for example, Akana. It's a one gentleman in Canada, and he started the company himself, and you see all the ingredients. It's very, I'd say you can count how many ingredients are totally in the bag, maybe seven, six. And I just do my due diligence of where he's manufacturing, where he's sourcing his products, not only the protein, but also the vegetables or the fruits that he's adding into um, his pet food. Uh, And then just also check to see, you know, AFCO, sometimes the, um, it's kind of like the FDA of pet companies, is check their recommendations, check if they've done any research on them as well. Does a company have to reveal or state on the packaging that it's coming from a euthanized animal? There's no regulation against coming from euthanized animals, so they're getting away with it. Right. Yes. They can use the word natural, just like in human products. Yeah. It's the same, same thing, and no one's regulating it. Yet. Yes. I'm hoping it gets enough attention because I don't I can't see it being healthy. Yeah. I think it will. I think you know, it's interesting though what's starting to happen too, because of all of the things that are now coming out, is big box companies are buying up little mom and pop companies. Mm-hmm. For example, General Mills just bought out Blue Buffalo. Oh. So now you have to be kind of concerned that maybe Blue Buffalo isn't gonna be as top-notch just because they have many products they use and there's not that focus of a mom and pop on that product. Right. Do you know of any specific companies that are doing that, making that type of food from dead animals? In the industry, is, is there well-known? Yeah. I Well, and I've heard Purina okay. is, is a big one. It's a no-no to stick away from. And if you actually read one of the labels, I, I think it may be Purina 1, uh, it has Animal Digest in as an ingredient. And when you look that up, that's tissue that they're using and you know, so at least they're labeling it, but it's misleading. Sure is. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're providing some insight today. And that's what the yeah. show is all about, information for inspiration. Great. So when you first made that leap out of corporate into this pet store world, there had to be something in your mind, because we all go through it, saying, I don't know, is this really going to work? Or were you just going home and said, I'm going to make it work? I said, I'm going to make it work, give it three years, and go from there. You know, see how it goes. Put my passion into it, put my time and energy into it. No, I did the best that I can do. And if it succeeds, great. You know, if not, then we'll see where we go from there. But I I really have a feeling we'll be okay. Out of the many listeners hearing this podcast, you know, there's somebody that's going to resonate with because they are where you were. Mm -hmm. You made the transition. Mm -hmm. They're still at that job. They may say, I enjoy the job. I just didn't like everything about it. And I have this creative idea that I want to pursue uh, and create more purpose in my life. What would your advice to them be? I'd say do it. Because if you don't, you'll have regrets. You don't want to have regrets in life. So I'm at a lucky place. I'm really at a blessed place. And I would encourage anyone, talk to me, call 
call me, call another mentor, call, you know, anyone who you think will give you some advice and lead you down the right path to make yourself feel comfortable. Yeah. It's so nice that you're willing to help out. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bezos, Amazon man, right? Oh yeah. His advice was, you know, if I didn't do this, would I have regret? And the answer was yes. Right. If I do do it and fail, will I have regret? No, probably not. No. Because I tried. Exactly. And I love that philosophy. Yeah. So the three things that helped you keep on pursuing your passion, you had to have that certain mindset. Did you have a vision of what you wanted at the end? I did. I did. And that's part of the reason I keep revamping the store. You, you learn certain lessons as you go. Yeah. Uh, I tried to do things on a budget and then learned, oh my gosh, no, do it, do it right. Don't overdo it. Mm-hmm. Um, have a plan, list out what you want your vision to be, whether it's an actual brick and mortar store or if it's an online store, just list out what your goals are. And then talk to other people, talk to people who have succeeded, talk to people who have failed. And then also third, don't beat yourself up. It's a, it's a life lesson every day. Learning process. Yes, very much so. Yeah. And, and is this your first business? Yes, it is. That had, that had to be a little... <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, but I've seen, I've been a part of other people's startups and really back in, in my corporate days, which was just mm-hmm. a year ago, is I was part of a many startups, I'd say four or five yeah. startups in San Francisco. So I've seen the mistakes you, you make or the growing pains and, and learned, hopefully. And I'm still going to make them, I'm sure. Life is about learning. Exactly. It's yeah. a lesson. Yeah. And each experience provides a lesson. Right. Right. Don't you think it's always more uh, frightening, I guess is the word, or overwhelming in the mind? But then after we do it, it's like, that wasn't so bad. I could do it again. Right. And I'd know the do's and don'ts if I open up another store, which is an option yeah. down the road, depending on where we are. But yeah, you know, you wish you had done it sooner. Yeah. I think that's the biggest possibly regret is that I wish I had done it sooner. You know, I look at my boy now, he's four. In his swim class this past summer, the summer, they would take him on a diving board. And uh, it takes me back to when I was a kid. Right. In our local pool, there was a high, they called it the high dive. Mm-hmm. And I would watch those kids jump up that high dive and say, oh my gosh, that is so high. Right. You know, and as I'm climbing the ladder to jump off the board, I'm thinking, I, can I do this? But just guess what? After I jumped, it wasn't so, and I want to do it again. Right. The fear is gone, a little less. They're gone. It was more fear in my mind than when I actually did it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true with life. Definitely. When you jump, you'll develop wings most of the time. Right. People stay in this comfort zone. They'll, they'll just keep the same job. And, and that's for some people. It works for some people. Right. If it doesn't, if there's something in the back of your head telling you, do something different, do it. Don't just settle. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, a lot of people settle. Don't, don't settle. Do what you want to do. Right. And I've said this before. Uh, uncertainty is not appealing to a lot of people. So if there is uncertainty, they rather take unhappiness. I, exactly. I, you know what? I, I'm not sure how it's going to work out. I'm not that happy right now, but un, unhappiness is more familiar to me. I can hold on to this. Right. Uncertainty is something I'm not sure about. So they become comfortable in the discomfort, which exactly. is a shame because we all have something to offer. We all have a creative side at some talent Yeah. that if you don't express it, it's going to go to the grave with you and never, and never been able to be been realized. And it's amazing, especially being an anthem. I've had a lot of retirees come in, 60, late 60s, early 70s, offering to help. 
See? They just want to be part of it. They just, Isn't that nice? Yeah, just because they feel like they should be still doing something or a second passion that they have in their life. Yeah. You know? So you don't want to have any regrets. That's awesome. Great advice. Mm-hmm. As we're sitting here, I'm looking at all the products. I wouldn't even know where to start because they all look great. What are the top five best-selling products here for dogs? And then we'll go to cats. Sure, definitely. Well, you know, we have uh, freeze-dried, which is a great step down from raw. A lot of people aren't comfortable giving their dogs raw meat, raw fish, things like that. So we have uh, freeze-dried, and I would say Primal is my top uh, one, as well as Stella and Chewy's, also Sojo's. And then the next one that I've really become, uh, and I want to get more into, is the Carnivore. Carnivore is um, a step down from raw as well. Better than freeze-dried because they light bake it, they quick bake it, and it's shaped into a kibble. And we all feel like our dog needs kibble. They need a crunch. And I think that's why we all give our dogs kind of that standard kibble bag. Yeah. And that's a great one. And then I'd say uh, Akana. Akana and Origin, which are from the same owner. And that's a Canadian product. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great product. And do they make dog and cat food, all these companies? Yes, they do. They do. Yeah. And what we also try to do, I mean, I have my top sellers and I have my personal preference, but my personal preference doesn't work for everybody. Right. And I think that's one of the things that initially we struggled with. You know, you want to put the best products in here and what my favorites and choices are. But I'm also open to if you have a product or a food you want to give your dog or cat, let me know. We'll get it in. Just because it may not, you know, Akana that I feed my dog right now may not work for your dog. It may have something in it, whether it's chickpeas or mm-hmm. duck that just doesn't sit well with your dog or cat. So feel free if there's something you want to give your dog or you're giving them now, let us know and we'll get that product in. What was Mojo's favorite? Oh, he loved Bravo <laughs> because it was a freeze dried and it was like a stew. You know, being a bigger dog, it has whole string beans, it has whole chunks of meat, cranberries. So it was like a beef stew when you would add the hot water to it. He loved it. Licked the bowl. I might put some of that in my slow cooker tonight. It it does. It looks really tasty. (laughs) It looks like it. It does. It's one of the the freeze-dried that does. Some of the freeze-dried kind of is, uh, looks like an oatmeal Mm -hmm. kind of a texture, and that's great for dogs without teeth. But the uh, Brava for the bigger dogs is is good. When I was a kid, we had dogs, and we had stuff, stuff called Elpo. That was it. Exactly. You know? Crack open the can and dump it on out. Yeah, Gainsburger. Yeah. The, the little dog ate Gainsburgers. Uh, it would crumble a little Gainsburger in the bowl, and the bigger dog ate the hard elbow. That's it. I'm looking around here. It's like, I can't believe what the, how, how far things have come. It's crazy how some people come in and will say their dog eats better than they do. And I definitely know they mean it. That's pretty cool. Uh, for the mom who's listening right now, and she's thinking about going back to school or the person's itching to pursue their interest of photography or the guy who wants to make a career change, but those thoughts of fear are holding them back. They're listening to somebody who, who went through all this. Now you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. what do you think yeah. uh, when you started would, was going to be your biggest obstacle? And then once you did this, it wasn't a big ox- obstacle at all. What was that? I, I'd say my biggest obstacle, obstacle was designing. It's definitely not a gene I have. I I'm terrible at interior decorating, any of that kind of design, you know, format. But I'm learning to not beat myself up, you know, on it. I'll re, you know, I'll change things up if I feel I need to. But I think that was the biggest one is my fear of how to set up the store. And I realized, you know what? People aren't going to care to a certain degree. Mm. They're going to come in. If they're good products, we're good people, they'll come in. Yeah, I think that's true. And if you didn't want to do it yourself, you could obviously hire that out. Right. It's another expense, but 
Nowadays, can't you get some pretty good help at a decent price? We can, and you'd be surprised at the people that will offer. And I think that's a lesson learned, too, is take people up when they offer. It, because that's their specialty. Right, and they're being genuine. They're not trying to get something out of you. They may just be offering you their expertise, and I should yeah. take that up more often. We should have met earlier. My mother's an interior designer. Oh, my gosh. So she does for a living. Oh, my gosh. She might have to come to my house. Yeah. So what's your next step in the store? Where do you see yourself uh, 12 months from now or 24 three years from now, what what do you want this to be? Come. Be a really thriving store and be part of the community. We have a second part of the store. So the first part is, I'd say, 950 square feet. Then there's a second middle part that we have blocked off. And we want to have people come in and bring their dogs or their cats, if they're comfortable, and hang out and play. You're able to just let them interact with other dogs, get socialization. So in in, in two to three years, I look to, to be part of the community. If you need something, pick up the phone and call. If you need your kid picked up at school because you're stuck at work or just really be, it's not just about the dogs, it's about the overall community vibe yeah. and being part of the community. So hopefully thriving and continue on. That's awesome. Did I read somewhere that you also do pet sitting? Yes. Pet sitting, we'll do it here at the store. We have several dogs, actually, that kind of come in, hang out for the day. And then overnight, we'll do uh, overnight dog sitting at my house. Oh, the dogs come to you. Yeah. And they're fed Akana. Yes. Or they're fed Bravo. Or the best dog food on earth. They're given the good stuff. They're not going to want to leave. No, they get the good treats. Yes. <laughs> have you thought about the grooming business? You know, I, I haven't because that we have a groomer right next to us and he's phenomenal. Uh, we've thought about getting a, a one of those automatic bath washes where you can walk your dog oh, up yeah. in. We may do that down the road. We'll see. We'll see what Rick does next door with Above and Beyond if uh, he sticks around or not. But I just didn't want to intimidate or step on anyone's toes with opening up a, a self-washing dog wash. Oh, right next door. Right. And then during the holidays, we'll have Santa here so they'll be able to get groomed and then come over and get their picture taken. What a shop. What a shop. What did I miss? I'd say, if, you know, I don't think you missed anything. I think you hit the high. What do you want to add? Just that it's it's a great store, great location, great, great community. If you have any questions, give a call. If we don't know the answer, I'll find it out. We'll, we'll make sure to uh, get you the right answer. And if you need something, for example, today, we went and picked up dog treats down in Scottsdale for a gentleman who can't get down there. And it's from a vet. It's not something I carry. But we'll help you out. So I think that's a, that's a big one. If you, if you need something, give a call. If you need help with your dogs, cats, not your kids, it's not my forte either. But, <laughs> but uh, feel free, reach out and, and give a call. Yeah, I watched the show called The Prophet, yeah. uh, Marcus Lamone. Love seen, him. He is yes. great. And he has a chain of, he's invested in a chain of uh, stores, boutiques like this. Mm-hmm. Would you consider an acquisition like that? I may. It depends on the right partner. You know, I think really the goal would be is to open up another one. Mm -hmm. My brother really wants to move back to Texas, Austin area. Great city. So that's a thought. Yeah. Yeah. But I would, I would. Marcus Limonis is amazing. So he does it right. It's an option. I'm open to, I think, being closed-minded wouldn't wouldn't benefit me. I think keeping my options open. Awesome. If your life was a book, Colette, what would a title be? Oh, gosh, that's a good one. I don't know. I'd say no regrets. Love it. Yeah. If your life was a song, what genre of music would it be listed under? Oh, gosh. Top 40. Pop. And how about the movie? What category would it be under? Oh, that's a good one. Drama. A drama. Yeah. It gets, yeah. It is. Yeah, it's interesting. You get to see different cats and dogs and different people. We're all funny with our animals. So it could be a comedy. Yeah. I want to back up one more step. After Mojo passed away, did mm-hmm. you get another dog? 
Yes, I did. What do you have? A Great Dane. My Another Great Dane. My second Harlequin, yes. He's ridiculous, 165 pounds of goofiness. Wow. Yes, he's here some of the days. And uh, what's his name? His name is Bodie. Bodie. Yes. Cool. And any cats? No cats. Are I had cat them in person? high school. I, I was. You I, were. I just school. haven't had one recently. They're yeah. different, aren't they? Yes, they're independent. So independent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had, I've had both. Mm-hmm. Uh, dogs and cats. And I actually right. had a cat one time that I adopted from the Humane Society because he reminded me of a dog. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, when I did a little research uh, background, I asked them, to, they said, oh yeah, when he was a kitten, he was raised around dogs. That's why he acts like a dog. Right. I've seen to be true with a lot of cats who have dogs in their home. Mm-hmm. When they're kittens, they grow up and they act more playful. And this cat was, I literally got him to shake my hand. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I put my hand out and he shake. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. I walked him on a leash until he realized he was a cat. What's <laughs> supposed to be on a leash? And he said, no more leashes. So it was oh, interesting. I can walk myself. It was neat. What's your website? Website is uh, mojosspot.com. So it's mojos-spot.com. Okay. Any social media? We are. We're on Facebook. Mojospot Anthem. We'll come right up. We'll be on, on Facebook. What about delivery? I'm sitting here looking at the store and there's a lot of busy people mm-hmm. and they can't get here when you're open hours wise. They want to get something delivered to the house. Is that a, is that a service you're looking to get into? Well, it's a service we do, oh, actually. Good. We do have someone down in the Kirlins that we drop uh, frozen because we will be carrying frozen raw as well. Um, we'll have refrigerators in the front of the store, but right now we house it in the back. So we have someone in the Kirlins and we have two Three, no, three people in the Anthem area that we actually drop off to as well. Oh, you do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what more could you want? I know, make it easy. The highest quality food on the planet, uh, the friendliest owner of any boutique pet oh, store in, in the you. country. She's paying me lots of money. Lots of money. <laughs> no, he's going away soon. You're, you're going on vacation. You're in a very good mood. Uh, vacation is more of a work. We're, we come home to go on vacation. <laughs> for all of our That's listeners true. who know what we do, our, our cooking shows bring us home. Oh. To go on vacation, and we leave the house to go work. So we're leaving here for Oregon oh. uh, with a couple stops in California, leaving here Tuesday. So that's our schedule. Wow. Thank you for your time. Sure. Awesome. Pleasure. Thank you. It's been great. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, for sure. And if anybody has any questions, they can reach out to you. Sure. Just to give us a call uh, at 610-368-0823 is my cell phone number. Unfortunately, I didn't memorize my That's okay. my phone here. It's on the website, right? It's on the website. Feel free to give us a call at www.mojos-spot.com. Awesome. Thanks, Colette, for your All time. Right. We appreciate it. Thanks. All right, guys. Until next time, live well. Live well.